Hey, everybody. This is John Oates, and you are listening to Steve Benz on The Blend on WSDI Radio. You heard that right. It is time for The Blend. My name is Steve Benz. Got one of my favorite people, all-time people. Everybody knows who John Oates is. He's got a brand new CD out called Arkansas. It gets released on the 2nd of February, which by chance is my father's birthday. He hits the stage on the 8th. He's going on tour with Daryl. John, do you have any freaking time to do anything? <laughs> I uh, I have a little bit of time to talk to you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> you and I talk more often than probably I talk to my son, which is just weird. Uh, I- I hear. I know what you mean. It's been it's been great, man. You've been a, a fantastic uh, supporter of the stuff I've been doing over the years, and I, I really appreciate it. How excited are you about this brand new CD, Arkansas? I am really proud of this record. I uh, I I think for the first time, this is really this is my true musical personality coming mm. through uh, in the purest way possible. I think everything I've done uh, in the past has led up to this point, mm. and. Um, it happened in the most organic and natural way. It wasn't uh, pre-planned. It was just this great collection of musicians that I, all my friends, really, that I assembled together. They were all available and jumped on board. And when they began to play together, it was magic happened. And uh, with, from the very first track we recorded, my engineer looked at me and he said, man, he goes, Johnny, he goes, I don't know what's going on here. He goes, but whatever it is, just keep doing it. And uh, that's how the, the whole project went. It was effortless and fun and uh we recorded the whole thing live. There's not one overdub, fix, repair, nothing. It's exactly the way it went down in the studio, and um, and it's just I think that the joy of the recording process comes across in the record. Now, can I say I listened to I previewed the CD a couple of days ago. I didn't even know that was you. That's how good it is. Well, <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or a cut. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, you, you kind of hear like there's there's John Oates, and you think with Daryl Hall, you think of that, and then there's who you are. It is just it is that good. Well, thank you very much. I, I listen, man. You've been you've been uh, as I said, you know, you've been listening to my stuff for quite a while. So if you're saying it, then I I, I know it's it's real, and I appreciate it. I, my mouth dropped. I was like, my God, he just reinvented himself again, and that's what we're all trying to do in life is reinvent ourselves. So kudos to well, you. In a, in a sense, you know, it's funny. I, I I look at it a little bit differently. I I don't think I'm reinvented myself. Oh, I think I rediscovered okay. myself. Oh. Like, I didn't know that uh, you had that in your soul. And I've seen you play solo stuff, too. So I think everybody needs to get to the show on the 8th here well, in Chicago. Well, it's just, uh, so. it's, it's, like I said, I think for the first time, I, I think my finally touched, I finally reached the, 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 my, my true musical, you know, personality. Mm-hmm. So how did you know the album was done? Um, I, I, well... I knew it was done because I had 10 songs that I loved and I didn't need any more. Mm. And that was simple as that. I, I, didn't need, I, I, I didn't need any more for a number of reasons. One, I felt the album was complete. And two, I wanted this album to be uh, recorded and released on vinyl. And it was very important that I had a, uh, a, just, just the right amount of time on the record so that the vinyl could be cut very hot. Uh, it's a technical issue that when you, when you make a vinyl record, 
um, if you have too much time, meaning that the songs are too long, mm-hmm. uh, you can't get as enough fidelity out of the vinyl. So I wanted to have it uh, short enough so that I could really uh, record the vinyl and have the vinyl be reproduced in the best possible way. I am so glad it's out on vinyl. That's the way I want everything. Can we go back? Can we go back to vinyl? Maybe not. Yeah. Well, a lot of people are doing it. And we should too, right here. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm going vinyl now. So Rolling Stone has talked about your album being one of the great albums coming out this year. That has got to be almost scary if I was you. Well, it was included in the top most anticipated country albums of 218, uh, which I did not intend for this to be a country album. In fact, I don't think it's a country album, but I don't really care either because just the very fact that the you know that that they decided to pick my record and mm-hmm. and uh, you know and showcase it in that way was very very flattering and and I was really thrilled about it. Um, if it, if it's if it's in the country category, it's only because country music has has kind of expanded and broadened mm-hmm. its uh, mm-hmm. its scope. And I think that's also very cool. And uh, so, I, you know, I'm just happy to be included in, uh, in, in that list. So was there is, how do I ask it? Was there an inspiration to get you to this point, to this music, to this CD? Well, what I did was I went back to go forward. Um, this, uh, this album started out as a tribute to Mississippi John Hurt, which mm. was what I was going to do originally was just record solo guitar and voice and do some Mississippi John Hurt songs in a very kind of casual way. I I kind of I did a few tracks and sat back listened to it and, I, and it was good and everything but I it wasn't right there was something missing and I thought to myself well it's been done before there's no point in doing this again and I said but I wonder what this music would sound like if I played it with a band mm. and that's when I began to think well let me just pull together a band and really go in the studio and record it like a band and I, I called on my good friend Sam Bush mm. who's just a legendary mandolin player. Uh, the great Russ Paul, who's an amazing, like, le- uh, innovative pedal steel genius. Uh, a guy named Nat Smith, who plays cello. He's from, a young kid from Mississippi. And uh, my rhythm section of Guthrie Trap on guitar, Steve Mackey on bass, and Josh Day on drums. And uh, the, the chemistry in the room was just magical. I don't know how to describe it. I would love to just say that I had a, you know, I had this uh, grand vision and I, you know, knew it was going to be like this. But honestly, I didn't. I just said... Let's just pull these great, great players together and see what happens. And from the moment they started playing, it was just, um, like I said, it was magic. You've always been known to be a musician that, that wanted inclusion on these projects and all of your type of projects. Is that what essentially happened? You put the music out in front of, of these musicians and then it just kind of meshed together? Yeah, that's the, you know what? I, I'm a firm believer in surrounding yourself with talent, and then letting it, letting that talent shine. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way to get the best out of, of every situation. I don't care whether it's a basketball team, you know, or a band. It's the same thing, really. Um, and uh, you know, what I did was I sat in the in the studio and played these songs. Many of them are very traditional blues and old old timey uh, songs. I played them on guitar, and those guys just listened and they kind of took their mental notes and went into the, into the room and began to play. So if you were to strip away all the instrumentation on this record and just leave what I was doing, you would hear almost a very traditional blues mm-hmm. and swing and ragtime type record. But when you add the input from these guys who were, who were uh, with me, it turned into something completely different. Wow. Did you produce the CD too? Oh, I'm sorry, the vinyl record? What's that? I'm sorry? Did you produce the record too? 
Yes, I, I co-produced it with a guy named David Kalmuski, who's my uh, recording engineer. Yeah. He and I have produced a, a, few, a number of projects together, and he's a uh, he's an important part of this project too. He's a uh, I really ha- I have a lot of trust in him. He's a he's a great musician as well as engineer, and uh, he's also uh, very much into vintage and analog uh, equipment and gear. So uh, he knew that this was the type of record that needed to be recorded on analog tape with uh, all kinds of vintage equipment. And uh, that's another reason the record sounds so warm. Now, these guys that play with you in the studio, are they going on the road with you? Um, in, on selected dates, I'm going to have the full band, exactly who the guys who played on the record. Uh, in Chicago, I'm going to have a, a, a smaller version of that band. It'll be a four-piece rhythm section. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's more of the traveling band. Because uh, I can't, because Sam Bush, you know, of course, has his own group, and right. Russ Paul plays with Dan Auerbach, and yep. so there's, so those guys are, you know, and and Nat Smith, my cello player, is out with Casey Musgraves. So these guys are all highly in demand. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm trying to assemble the full band as much as possible. But in Chicago, I'll be with four piece, and but it's still a very powerful unit. And in fact, in a way, it. Uh, the four-piece band um, shines even in a different way because there's more space between the notes. Right. Ah, oh, God, I love that. Are you going to do any any recording when you're on the road? Maybe a live version of some songs, or maybe even a video of one of the songs. Well, I did. I did, I've done a live version of the entire album that okay. was just re, uh, was just previewed on Diddy TV okay. on the internet, and um, we're going to release that as a Blu-ray, Blu-ray disc uh, in awesome. uh, in the fall. Awesome. I can't wait for that. And on top of that, your book went to paperback. Um, now you're this huge author. Well, the, the book, the paperback book will be released in May. Um, and uh, it's uh, it, we, what we've done is we've added some uh, some material in the kind of at the end of the Uh-oh. book. Uh, so a little bit of a, I think, a preview to possibly what might be a second volume. Wow. I don't know how you have any time. Like your mind must either. race 24 by 7. <laughs> But that's a good thing, isn't it? It's good to have your mind and you're you're growing. You keep learning and you keep changing. That's that's the best thing about life. Well, you know, I, I agree with you, man. I'm just uh, I feel like you know, if you're not moving forward, you're moving backward, and uh, it's just uh, you know, it is the way I think I keep myself young, yep. and um, you know, I'm just uh, trying to enjoy this this very uh, exciting part of my life. It's uh, seems to have uh, gotten richer, you know, as I've gotten older, and I'm you know, and I'm appreciative of it. And with that, then you're going on tour with Daryl and the band Train. How did you pull that off? Well, um, we were always looking for great bands to play with. Uh, last year, we went out with the group Tears for Fears, and mm-hmm. that was a lot of fun. Um, and this year, we, we had a, there was a lot of demand for us to go back into the big arenas. And uh, Train was available, and uh, we love those guys. Uh, Daryl's worked with, with them on his TV show, and I've actually played with uh, them as well uh, a few times. So we have a relationship um, and uh, we just thought, boy, it's a perfect compliment, and uh, they jumped on board. And uh, we also have uh, an, a, an opening act named Brett Denon, who is incredible. And uh, so it's Brett Denon, Train, and us, and it's going to be a great night of music. Like, what band would turn you down if you just kind of called and said, hey, we want you to go on tour with us? Well, I don't know about that. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of bands who might feel it's the you know musically not the right fit it's really all about the musical fit right uh, I, I think you know when you when you put a show together you know regardless of whether it's our show but even the people we're playing with and performing with i think there has to be some you know kind of theme to it mm-hmm. and uh we're planning on doing a kind of an extended encore and having uh, the guys from train join us and do something collaborative and we love doing stuff like that too that is i cannot wait to see that 
So I know you're short on time. I want to play the title track from Arkansas called Arkansas. Can you tell me a little bit about that song? Well, there's two originals on the record. Um, one is the title track, Arkansas. The other one is a song called Dig Back Deep, mm-hmm. which is a song I wrote right at the end of the project when I realized I was sitting back listening to the music and saying, what am I really doing here? And I thought, I'm digging back deep into my past. And so that's uh, that song was written that way. Arkansas was inspired by a trip I made to a place called Wilson, Arkansas, and it was one of the largest cotton plantations in America. And uh, after the show, I went out, walked out into the cotton fields along the banks of the Mississippi River under the moonlight, and it was just this magical moment. And um, I went back to Nashville, and the next day I wrote the song, and just it just seemed to flow out of me. Here is, we're going to play the brand new track from John. You can catch the new CD, get it, you can pre-order it. February 2nd is when it gets released. He will be here in town on the 8th. Go to johnoates.com for more details. John, I cannot wait to see you again in February, my friend. Well, it's going to be fun. Um, we'll see you, hopefully, at the Old Town um, folks, School of Folk Music. And I'll give more details right after this. Everybody, thanks for listening to The Blend. Here it is, brand new track from John.